Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, well, we didn't leave. We were bluffing. We are just kidding. We're here to talk sports with you today. I tried to. I couldn't make it out to my car. I kept falling down. <laughs> my ass is sore, but I'm back in the seat now. It's a Wednesday program. How <laughs> about that? Doesn't feel like a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Here's our poll question today. It's on uh, X at 1080thefam, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, family business, helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. Before we get to the NFL playoffs, I believe uh, what I have down here is the NFL playoff pepitas. Ooh, all right. Let's go. I'm excited about that. Uh, this will be about the uh, college football coaching carousel. Uh, today we're asking you, which coach will be at his new job the longest? Kalen DeBoer at Alabama, <laughs> Jed Fish at Washington, or Brent Brennan at Arizona? I think the answer for me is uh, Arizona. I think Brennan ends up there. Vote and I vote think, hard. Well, I, he's already there. I know. I'm just saying. I, I think DeBoer's out in three to four years, and dude, Fish has a track record. Even said as much in his press conference when he denied, like he he wouldn't answer the question, does he want to be there long term? You know he wants to be an NFL guy. Oh, he does. I, yeah, he even said like his dream is to go someplace where he can win a national title or win a Super Bowl. Like he's he, wait till Billy Napier gets fired at Florida, which will be in a year or two, and he'll be down at Florida. He's not long there. So the answer to me, the only one that, and by the way, if if he does a great job down in Arizona, Brennan will be gone too. Um. That's but, what I think. I think he could be out of there faster because two I, good seasons, and I, he's probably the hot name. I think DeBoer gets canned within three years. I think he is up against it. I think he is walking into an absolute buzzsaw. And I, I think Fish, by the way, when when we uh, were on the air last week and it, we, we found out that, that DeBoer was leaving, what did I say? Get on an airplane to Arizona and don't leave till Jed Fish comes. Whatever it takes, get him there. It was the best Washington could do. Um, and they're up against it too. Like, and, and Michigan, by the way, is going to be as well when Harbaugh leaves. The way the system works now, and look, I'm not here to debate whether or not the the system is is broken. You know, it, because it obviously is. And I'm not whining about UW. I'm not whining about Alabama. None of that. But when you lose your coach at this point, when the transfer portal is closed, your entire roster has 30 days to leave, and you can't go out and get anyone else. The portal's shut. So anyone that's in the portal that's worth a damn already has a spot. So when you look at Alabama, like Alabama right now is absolutely decimated. And pay attention, and same thing with Washington. I think Washington, if I'm not mistaken, between the NFL and the transfer portal, they don't have a single starter coming back from a team that played for the championship. And pay attention when you're talking about the portal. 
like when you hear Georgia, you know, has 20 guys in the portal, two of those guys even play. Remember that in any program that's worth a damn, a third of their roster is being unrecruited by their coaching staff. They want them gone. Oregon wants people to enter the portal because they're trying to bring in better players. But when you lose, when you're UW and you lose your best returning corner, when you lose your three best returning offensive linemen, when you lose your best safety, when you lose when you lose every quarterback you have, like that's not that's not something that you can replace in the portal. Alabama lost a freshman All-America tackle. They lost their three best DBs to the NFL. Their two second best DBs, including their best young one, to the portal. Their entire receiving core is gone. And I don't care if it's Alabama or UW. Those aren't just easily made up. Like, we sit there and talk about the portal as if, like, you can just, like, this is the Deion Sanders stuff. Oh, we'll just go in the portal. What did we find out about the portal with Colorado? When you just hire a bunch of mercenaries and cast off at the last minute, it usually doesn't lead to a lot of depth and it doesn't lead to a lot of good guys up front. You're going to try to rebuild your own line. Oregon State has a little bit of this too, where it's like, well, we got a Michigan guy. Cool. You got a receiver from Michigan that's played three snaps in, in two years. Maybe he turns into something, but we got to stop this. Oh, we got a kid from Michigan. Oh, we got a kid from, from Alabama. Are they any good? Or was it a kid that got there and washed out and, and, and they, 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 they booted him? So you get these schools now that when they lose their coach, they're just being gutted. And you can't recruit those kids because most of your recruiting class is already signed from the year before. Half of those kids, by the way, in these programs like Alabama, I think Alabama's lost five or six of their top recruits. UW had a bunch of decommitments. So you're losing you're losing most of your star players. You're losing a lot of depth. You're losing the big names out of your recruiting class. There's just no easy way to rebuild that. You know, and I'm not saying that UW or Alabama is going to be dog ass, but if you think that this isn't going to have a major impact next year, and then the year after that, hopefully you can rebuild and a good coaching job. But both of these guys in Fish and and DeBoer are are really facing a, a tough first year, especially when the expectations. I don't know about UW. I don't know what their expectations is, but I'm pretty sure down in this place called Tuscaloosa, they don't want to hear about the transfer portal and that things are unfair, although they're whining about it. They want you to win 11 games and play for a college football championship, and I'm not certain how realistic that is. Well, isn't Fish bringing his whole Arizona team with him? It doesn't sound like it. Oh, he's not? He's bringing most of his staff, but everyone thought that the quarterback and the receiver, the two big guns, were going to come with him. They aren't? Dennis Dodd, I haven't seen anything official from them, but the the two big guns that they everyone assumed were coming with, now he did get his back, which is nice. He is bringing his running back with him, but the the running back and the the quarterback, as of right now, we're hearing that they aren't coming. Because that's the other one. Fafita? Fafita. Is he staying at Arizona? And McMillan. Both supposedly are staying at Arizona. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. And again, when we get to the spring, there's another transfer portal window that opens up. So there's still room to move there. But by then, you're hoping to have most of your roster filled where you don't have 15 empty spots. So it's, it's a rough go for anyone that loses their coach after the portal has kind of settled down. Yeah, that is rough. It's just, it's tough. I get what you're saying about Bama. Washington is interesting. I I don't. I mean, fish. I'm not really sure all the love for fish. You know, he's a guy who has bounced around a lot. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been anywhere more than three years. I also think, I but I know, like him. He's he, a good coach. He's just the. He's had one good year. I mean, I, yeah. Ah, I, I, I worry <laughs> about that. Well, not only that, but is it a great hire when 
pretty much everyone thinks he's gone in three years, and he even said it. Like, is that does that, he's he's like this new Jed Fish is like the poster boy for this new age hit the portal, win ten, and move on to the next gig. Coach, yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, and he's even said that. That's yeah. exactly what he did at Arizona, and I find it interesting that I don't know how UW's fan base is reacting to Jed Fish, but. You know, I just listen to people talk about Jed Fish like he's this great coach, and maybe he is, but to me, I don't know. He's kind of unproven, and he clearly is on to the next big thing the second it comes along. I mean, he seems like a guy who who has been passed over so much that he'll do everything he can to strike while the iron's hot, and clearly UW was a better situation than Arizona. Yes. So he jumped. So how good of a hire is it? If he leaves in three years. Now, he may not leave. He may not do a good enough job to be that hot name. Yeah. <laughs> but then UW fans are mad at him then because he's not winning enough, you know? So I I don't know about the fish hire. I mean, I, I don't know what else they could have done. They tried to get Kansas's guy. Yeah. And uh, from what I hear, that was really close. Yeah. They almost got him. And so this goes, this goes back to the same thing like with DeBoer and Lanning. We never... It, it's impossible to know was fish or was it Leipold or was it Kleiman? Which one was your first choice? Were you having multiple conversations? It's like, it's, it's really hard to know because no one's going to come out and be like, this was our third choice. And no one, you know, if you're at Kansas, you're not going to come out and be like, Hey, I flirted with, Dude. you know, I flirted with UW, but well, it, he's pretty honest though. Leipold, again, we talk about Lanning's honesty. Lance yeah. Leipold has been pretty uh, upfront as upfront as a coach can be yeah. about what he needs and what he wants to keep him happy. Yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And it sounds to me like Washington had Leipold ahead of Fish because there was this, a lot of smoke there. The from what second I was Leipold came out and said, I'm staying, Fish was announced. Yeah. Um, so I think they were waiting on Leipold. It sounds to me like uh, Leipold was looking at Washington very closely because, and he, again, he's he seems to be playing his cards as honestly as possible. He's saying, hey, I want to stay here. They hadn't they hadn't locked him up yet. Yeah. He was just like DeBoer. He 
they had been talking about uh, an extension and like, we're going to take care of you. We want to keep you. We want to do everything we can to keep you at Kansas. And they never did. And here comes Washington. Apparently what he did was he looked at Washington's NIL and he took that back to Kansas. He said, we need that. And that, said, that That's and, what I want. And they said, yeah. And they're offering it to me. Right. And they said, yeah. And, you know, he got a big raise and everything. And so he stayed at Kansas, which is, that's about as honestly as you can play it, I guess. Yeah. And the, the like, I think. But I think he was ahead of Fish. I like, if Fish stays, I think it's a great hire. I do. I, I think that Fish, when, when you say that he hasn't stayed anywhere, that's true. But he's really only had one. He's only, he's only had one real job. Um he was the UCLA interim coach for like two games, but Arizona was his first job where he was a head guy. Now he's got an extensive background in the NFL. I mean, he's bounced around, I mean, everywhere from the Seahawks and then he's been to college, Miami and Jacksonville and Michigan and UCLA and the Rams. And he's a very well-respected guy uh, and is a very bright mind. But I I think when you look at it and the reason why people are excited about him at UW is he took over an Arizona program that in all honesty was kind of like what Oregon state was when Jonathan Smith took it over. It was dead. It was a, that program's never won, never been to a Rose bowl, never won a conference title. I mean, outside of, uh, you know, it was a Dick Tomey had a couple good years there with desert swarm and rich rod made it to a new year six bowl game once, but Arizona just doesn't have, it's one of the worst traditions in the pac 12 and fish took over a dead program, went one and 11, five and seven, and then 10 and three. And in those three losses, two of them were in overtime. And one of them against UW was a single-score game, even though I don't think that was as close as people make it out to be. But I think the idea was not only was he building something, but he was out-recruiting where Arizona should have been recruiting. He was landing kids and making inroads when they shouldn't have been able to do that at Arizona. So people look, well, if he built that at Arizona, what could he do at UW with way better resources? And you so know, I, I think the, that's the excitement. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I'm not saying he's bad. I just I think he's kind of slimy. And I think it's also... It's kind of funny for me to sit and watch UW fan like, oh, Kalen DeBoer is so yeah. so full of crap. Well, so is freaking Fish. Jed Fish. Yeah. His apparently his um meeting with players at Arizona was just as bad as DeBoer's at Washington yep. because everybody felt um slighted. Slighted and disrespected that yep. he he's screwing him over. Yep. Well, so you love Fish, but you hate DeBoer. They're the same guy. Yeah. I just feel like if if I don't think DeBoer's really like that. I think that's kind of unfair, and it's probably unfair to Fish. I just think Fish seems kind of rich, roddy, slimy. And by the way, you know who else they said that about? Uh, oh, one in ten. What do you say? One in ten or one in eleven? One in five 11, wins five, and then yeah. freaking Willie Taggart. Yeah. South Florida, two and ten, four and eight, <laughs> eight and five, ten and two. Yeah. Oh, what can he do with better resources? Hire him at Oregon. He Nothing. was a disaster. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think I, I'd like to. Uh, if at UW, I would think that they could get a guy more proven. But again, it was the timing of everything. It's it was, tough. It was late. Yeah, and I, and by and, the way, I do think coaches realize that that when you get put behind the eight ball like that, and you're going to get a roster gutted that ne- doesn't necessarily have a lot of great depth, I do think guys like uh, Leipold look at that and realize that you are maybe stepping into a little bit more of a hornet's nest than you realize. Yeah. So Jed and, Fish. Is uh, the new coach at Washington, Brent Brennan, former Beaver guy? Yeah, is at Arizona. And, and, he goes over from San Jose State, and people are really excited about him. And his yeah. wife's wife went to the University of Arizona. That's a good so, hire for Arizona. Yeah. That, that makes sense. The other thing Fish said was, I was listening to a clip Dusty played when he I was driving in, and he said, "Oh, he's like, look, anybody knows that in college football, you got to be in the Big Ten or the SEC." Yeah. 
That's all Jetfish cared about. Yeah. He didn't care about Washington. He yeah. just is like, okay, they're going to pay me more, and I get to be in the better league because I'm jumping to the Big 12. Yeah, That's all he could get at the time. Now he gets something better, and he's like, see ya, I'll go to the Big 10. I just think three, four years, if he has any success at all, he's out of there. Unfortunately, and Washington's back in the same spot. And by the way, this is no different than it's ever been. It drives me a little crazy that we have this revisionist history. College football has 10 to 12 schools that are seemingly above this. And outside of that, it is it is a rotating cast of characters. There are very few schools that are immune from this where there there is not a significant better job out there. And that's what, true, but it's the timing of it. Yeah, well, it's it's a matter of who else is out there when your job opens, how yeah. soon do you know your job's open, when is it open? Is it open right after the season? Is it open yeah. in January because some guy uh cashes out right after the playoff? Like Washington got it put in a bad spot. Wait until Jim Harbaugh leaves, and at least yeah. Michigan knows that he's leaving. There's another bad spot. But yeah, right and, and hopefully, I, I think Michigan will hire more. I think they'll hire their offensive coordinator and try to just hold on to everybody um, to try to keep continuity. They probably but already have that deal done. I would assume so. That it's it's just it's going to be a seamless transition because they don't want their roster gutted. And when your coach leaves, believe it or not, this is crazy. <laughs> UW and and Alabama. I'm not saying that you would trade, you would trade it. But if we're if you're talking about two, three, four years down the road, Washington and Alabama would have been better served not making the college football playoff. Meaning their coach not doing as good a job? No, their coach would have left and he would have left at the end of November. Oh, yeah, yeah. Save him a month. Save a month. Wait, key month. Key month. You would have a chance to go out and get a new guy in, solidify the recruiting class, not get well, not, you're not, right. not get victim to get picked apart. Your success. And playing in the college football playoff, and in Washington's case, playing for the national title, while you all want that, that is the goal for next year and maybe the next two years, that time ended up being a, a horrible thing for your program overall. And, well, that, and about, that's stupid. Yeah, I know it is stupid. That's why they need to change the, the calendar. Yeah. But the, you think about that Alabama win at Auburn. Yeah. You know, does Nick Saban step down after if they don't go to the playoffs? Or does he say, I'm not leaving like this? Or that, or does he step down after and not and just say somebody else is going to do the bowl game? I'm out. He yeah. probably would see the bowl game through anyway. I don't know. I don't but, know. But yeah, it's 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 weird that in the system. And again, I'm the system is what it is, and kids should be able to be paid. Kids should be able to leave wherever they want to go because coaches sure as hell do. And we know it's the mini NFL, but the calendar, the calendar has to change because you can't punish. In my opinion, you shouldn't. You can because you just did. But you shouldn't punish Alabama, UW, and possibly Michigan for winning, playing for, and making the college football playoff. That shouldn't be a punishment with the way the calendar yeah, sits. sucks. But it is. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.